Welcome to You Gotta Have Faith. What is faith? In Hebrews 11th chapter 1st verse, the Apostle Paul writes, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence in things not seen. One playwright writes that it's believing you see white when your eyes tell you black. It's a belief when no one else believes. Dr. King says if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. This is a podcast about faith. This is a Christian podcast where we share our faith and belief in God and also in mankind. The goodness and kindness in mankind. In today's world, we see lots of ugliness based on racism, misogyny, and age-old grudges. But there is goodness in all of us. There is goodness in this world. But it begins with our belief. you got to have faith. This is February the 24th, uh, 2018. I'm Reg Clay with uh, Craig Dickerson. Craig Dickerson here. Hey. Hey. And um, we, we usually would have Deb Carragher, but she is in uh, L.A. right now. And uh, this is uh, we had a hiatus because last week I was in India, so I'm glad to be back. I had a wonderful time. Yeah, I've missed that music. <laughs> it's, yeah, I know. It's good to be back. I missed that. I know, I know. I, I missed it as well. It's like one of those things like, oh, man, I should be It's Saturday. You know, I got to <laughs> do the faith thing. But, uh, no, I mean, you know, we had a one-day hiatus. And um, hopefully you had a – did you have a good week? It was great. It was great. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm missing Deb right now. Yeah. I, I, I feel as though – we got to we got to carry water here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little bit. But uh, no, we had a wonderful breakfast, and uh, I think we have a lot of things to uh, to discuss or whatever. But first, yeah, it's been yeah. a nice week. Can I start us out in prayer? Sure, I'd like to. Yeah, I, go for it. Uh, dear Lord, thank you once again for allowing us to come together and and get into um, the Scripture, get into your Word. Please bless us and help us uh, so that we can open our minds and hearts. And be receptive to uh, to the joyous messages that you bring, because uh, we're here for you, and uh, I love you to death. <laughs> In mm-hmm. Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 <laughs> All right. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, you had a you had a particular scripture you wanted to. To, yeah, to use this week because of uh, because of a lot of the yeah the so topical nature of uh, yeah. what's going on in our world <laughs> right now. Yeah, I had a wonderful uh, Valentine's Day with uh, um, a very special friend of mine, uh, Sally, who is in uh, India. But unfortunately, while that was going on, some very tragic things were happening here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shooting that happened at uh, let me see what the school is. I have it written down here. Stone, uh, uh, hold on for a second. Uh, Stoneman, Stoneman Douglas High School, mm-hmm. the shooting in Valentine's Day. And um, so the scripture that I want to focus on is. Well, you said it was Luke. Yes, Luke 22nd chapter, verse 49 and 50. And it's so funny that you picked that. Uh-huh. Because um, it's particular chronology and, and the life and times of Christ and his disciples and. Mm-hmm. Just by serendipitously, just by chance, I picked a verse from Mark. It yeah. was almost the exact same thing. So yeah, you picked Mark eight, right? Mark eight, which is kind of like, uh, and, and it's that you know that mm-hmm. right right after the feeding of the multitudes, yes. and then uh, and then Peter and mm-hmm. Jesus get into it. Yeah, you know, and, and Christ. He rebukes them, says, uh, "Satan, you know, get behind me." Yeah, but yeah. You, but you're. Let's read your Luke, and we'll. Absolutely. We'll tie it all together, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Luke chapter, um, 22nd chapter, verse 49 through 50, and I'm reading the NIV version. When Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? 
and one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, no more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. And actually, I, uh, wrote, I read 49 through 51. Mm-hmm. And there are other parallel verses. Um, there's also Matthew uh, 26, chapter verse 52 through 54, which basically, um, so basically Matthew, Luke, and I want to say John, they all basically talk about the same thing. This is the same incident where Jesus is being arrested. And Peter takes matters into his own hands and uh, strikes the soldier who's going to arrest Jesus with a sword. And Jesus rebukes uh, Peter. Uh, I'm going to read Matthew um, 26. Okay. Um, hold on for a second if I get there. Matthew, uh, yeah, here it is. 26, verse 52 through 54. Um and actually, I'm going, to, I'm going to go to 50, uh, Matthew 26 through um, verse 50. Jesus replied, friend, do what you came for. Then the men stepped forward, seized Jesus, and arrested him. With that, one of Jesus' companions reached for his sword, drew it out, and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Put your sword back in its place, Jesus said to him, for all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to leave it right there. I think we've all heard that phrase in, 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 in one form or another. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, whoever lives by the sword will die by the sword. And I think mm-hmm. it's very, very prevalent considering what's going on with uh, the uh, gun, the Second Amendment um, debates and, um, you know, the, uh, the, the amazing children who are, are rising up. I think it was two days ago where all of the children in all the high schools in Florida, I mean, all of Florida, and Florida is a very big state, Basically protested, basically left school and decided to march yeah. on behalf of um, um, gun violence and um, wanting to remove semiotic weapons from um, from being on sale. Yeah, well, uh, they have figured out that no one is representing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That their, their parents can't help them, the teachers can't help them, the armed guards can't help them. Yeah. The metal detectors and the lie detectors and the drug detectors can't help them. Right. Um, they have to help themselves. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're discovering uh, as a people right now as we hold up uh, mm-hmm. this present government and uh, and our our leadership that that is paid and elected to represent us, and they don't. Right. <laughs> They literally, they literally yeah, do not. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, you know, there's some people may chafe at you know that we're getting directly into the politics uh, immediately, but we can jump back into the scriptures. Hey, I'm sorry, Christ was political. That's exactly deal right. with it. Exactly <laughs> yeah, right. You 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 might think you can leave it at the door, but I don't think you can. Yeah, <laughs> but let's uh, let's go into the lecto divina and um, wonderful, and uh, we can if you want to uh, reread. You know, should we go into Luke or should we do it in Matt? Because it sounds like Matthew may be the better verse. Uh, 26, uh, 52 through, uh, through 54. Or we can still do Luke, 22, 49, 50. Well, Luke is the... Luke is the more passive, peaceful <laughs> virgin. <laughs> I, I was—I told you I was reading Mark. He's just like just the facts, ma'am. Right. Exactly. I mean, he's almost as passionate in the way that he yeah. uh, he he, take, he takes this story. Yeah. It's just like, hey, this happened. It yeah. went down. Deal with it. There's also John 18 <laughs> verse 10, um, which talks about the exact same thing, and I think it's very very brief. 
And uh, I'll, I'll. Well, you pick anyone you want to do Lecta Divina. Yeah. I'll just read this real quick. Um, this is once again John 18th chapter, verse 10. Then Simon Peter, who had a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant, cutting off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. Jesus commanded Peter, put the sword away. Shall I not drink the cup the Father has given me? And basically just it just moves on from there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so let's let's stick with, um, you know, I said it was going to be Luke, so let's stick with Luke 49 through 50. Okay. 22nd chapter, 49 through 50. Right on. So in Lectio Divina, we read the passage mm-hmm. and slowly kind of just let the words sink in. Mm-hmm. And then we read it again and do the same thing. And then as, as it, for all those following along with their own Bible coloring book <laughs> at home, uh, what, what, what the purpose of uh, Lectio Divina, which means holy reading, is to gather uh, impulses from the words that strike us mm-hmm. and, and, and take them to heart. I mean, if they strike you and if they give you uh, an impulse, a question, mm-hmm. or a reverberation about your life mm-hmm. and about what's going on in your heart and head right now, yeah. run with it. There you go. You know, run with it. Get it. You know, let mm-hmm. let let it be the jumping off point. Yep. So, so uh, actually, we should extend it to fifty one. So Luke twenty twenty two, verse forty nine through fifty one. Okay. Did you want to? Oh, go ahead. Uh, okay, I'll go ahead and do Sorry, it. Because you got the good version. I've got yeah. the I got the watered down version. Sure. <laughs> so this is NIV, and once again, this is Luke twenty second chapter verses forty nine through fifty one. When Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, No more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. There you go. Okay. And uh, Mm -hmm. I'm going to use your version. Sure. Where are we here? Luke twenty two forty nine through fifty one, and you can use e- either one of these. Uh, okay. Yeah, I've got the New Living and American Standard and the King James Bible right there. Okay, I'm going to try this one here. Sure. When Jesus's followers saw what was going to happen, they said, "Lord, should we strike with our swords?" And one of them struck the servant of a high priest, cutting off his right ear. But, Jesus answered, no more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Yep. There you go. And it's very simple. I mean, there are a lot of things happening, you know. So just before here, Judas basically uh, betrays Jesus. My, um, you know, he, Judas, Judas uh, leads the, um, the Pharisees and uh, the soldiers to Jesus. He basically kisses him on both cheeks to signal that um, this is Jesus, the, one, the man that you want. Um, and Jesus says, Jesus, Judas, are you portraying the Son of Man with a kiss? And uh, Peter sees what's happening. It's, you know, it's, it's interesting. Only in John does, does a disciple point out who it is hmm. you know john says it's peter simon peter did this hmm. but in luke and in matthew it just says one of the servants as a matter of fact in here in luke it says shall we mm-hmm. should we strike with our swords 
Mm-hmm. We, plural, meaning, you know, all of the disciples were together or, you know, yeah. or some of them. Yeah, I got to say, they said to him. Right. Yes. But but in, you're saying in John, it was like it was put on Peter. Right. Well, that kind of makes sense because I was reading mm-hmm. uh, I was reading a different verse that, you know, we, we, we were going to maybe hit on if we have time. Sure. In uh, Mark. That was Mark 8. Yeah. Mark 8. Yeah. Uh, where Jesus and Peter get into it again. That's right. And it. We were talking, we were laughing at, at breakfast about how Peter is just, man, he just gets used. And it's, and, and I think Christ just, you know, gets a kick out of it in a way because it's kind of like Peter's impulsive. Mm-hmm. He speaks without thinking. He acts without thinking. You know, he's the first one to kind of be contrary in, in a, you know, in a situation. <laughs> but he's the first, but... You know, th- there's a lot of virtue in that, but, but Jesus uses him a lot he, yeah. as, as like, hey, man, you're my little teaching lesson, man. <coughs> yeah, and I think that virtue we're talking about is Mark 8. <coughs> Can I read 30, that real quick? 31 through 33. Um, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. got it right here. Oh, i got it. Okay. I got it. So this is interesting, and uh, just to give you a little insight about Peter, mm-hmm. <coughs> prior to this, what I'm going to read is Peter, you know, says to Jesus, you are the Messiah. Yep. You are the Christ. And yep. he realizes it. Yes. And then. Uh, That's verse 29 mm-hmm. in Mark 8. Yes. And so I'm going to read 31 through 38. Sure. Uh, this is Mark 8, 31 through 38. And I've got like a watered down version here. So just deal with it. Sure. Um, then Jesus began to teach his disciples the human one. And it's also it's here in the human one. But understand uh, what it is in the in the older versions. Son of man. Mm hmm. And Jesus is saying, the Son of Man, and he's referring to himself, the Messiah. And we can talk about Son of Man later, but anyway, I'll say human one because that's what it says there. Jesus began to teach to his disciples, the human one must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and the legal experts, and be killed. And then after three days, rise from the dead. He said this plainly. But Peter took hold of Jesus, scolding him, began to correct him. Jesus turned and looked at his disciples and then sternly corrected Peter. Get behind me, Satan. You are not thinking God's thoughts, but human thoughts. After calling the crowd together with his disciples, Jesus said to them, All who want to come after me must say no to themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. All who want to save their lives will lose them. All who lose their lives because of me and because of the good news, will save them. Why would people gain the whole world but lose their lives? What will people give in exchange for their lives? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this unfaithful and sinful generation, the human one, here we go again, mm-hmm. the son of man, sort of bookends that. You know, yeah. It starts with the son of man, ends with the son of man. Yep. And the human one, will be ashamed of that person when he comes in the Father's glory with the holy angels. Yep. It's very powerful. Yeah. Um, and... Because uh, you talked about, the, you talk about the, the, the word rebuke. Well, well, here it is, you know, um, you know, it, it, it sort of, in my version, it, it uh, you know, it says, uh, Peter scolded Jesus. And then yeah. Jesus scolded Peter like... 
bad boy. But rebuke, in, in, it says in, in, I think, in the Old Testament, in yeah. or in the King James Version, yeah. or whatever, it says uh, Peter rebuked Jesus, and then Jesus turned around and said, rebuked him. I remember we were in a Bible study, and, yeah. and Father Cannon dropped the F-bomb on this. Mm-hmm. He goes like, you know, rebuke. We all asked about the word rebuke, and mm-hmm. then and, uh, and, and Father Cannon goes, oh, rebuke is really kind of severe. It's like when you cut somebody to the core you're you're really yeah you know verbally almost abusing them and sort of like saying you know like peter goes like shut the fuck up jesus and jesus turns right no you shut the fuck up right (laughs) you know know? i mean it this is uh this is heated this is really heated conversation and then Mm -hmm. christ turns to the crowd and says like oh by the way Mm -hmm. in case you didn't hear you know Mm -hmm. this is you got you got to do the ultimate sacrifice Mm -hmm. if you really want to be you know yeah. You know, the followers of this new word, mm-hmm. you know, you've got to do, you know, you've got to do what I, what I'm, I'm going to do, which is the ultimate human sacrifice. You know, something I, I think that they all probably realize that only the son of man mm-hmm. could do. Yeah. And, you, and know? you know, it's interesting, the, 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 the uh, exchange between Jesus and Peter, because all through. You know, uh, Jesus says that Peter is the rock, um, and that is Matthew 16th chapter eight, 18th verse, mm-hmm. where Jesus says, hey, who am I? Who do you, who do you say that I am? Yeah. And all the apostles, you know, uh, basically say what they believe he is. Mm-hmm. And Jesus and Peter, afterwards, you know, um, Jesus says, you know, on this rock, I will build my foundation, I will build my That's church. when he decides that Peter is kind of like, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, worth all this abuse. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> they, they and, given and despite all of that, despite, you know, despite all of the, the back and forth that, that Jesus goes through with Peter, mm-hmm. it's almost like a father, you know, reprimanding his oldest child. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect more of you. Right, exactly. <laughs> giving him That's why I'm going to give that, you the heat. That he, that he cannot give <laughs> the other children. Well, Peter asked for it. Right. And he steps up. Right, but right. But, you know, he's... He, you know, like I said, you know, sometimes he's mm-hmm. sometimes he's impetuous and it works out. Sometimes sure. he's impetuous and no, right, right, exactly, no man. <laughs> and it's interesting, you know, when you had talked about that because I think you had brought that up because you went to Bible study on Wednesday, right? And I think I wrote to you telling you what my thoughts are oh, and you, my you, verse the, the, on the, 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 the sword, live by the sword, die by the sword, right, and, right, exactly. And that act of violence that that, that I guess. Simon Peter does. He cuts off that guy's ear. Right, right, exactly. Right. And it's interesting because in Luke, so, you know, we talked about Luke uh, 22, 49 through 51. Mm-hmm. Now, just earlier, Luke twenty two thirty one, there's another exchange between Jesus and Simon Peter, very similar to mm-hmm. Mark 8. Yeah. In Mark 31, I'm sorry, Luke 22, chapter 31, Luke 22, chapter verse 31. Right. Jesus says, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you mm-hmm. as wheat. But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. But he replied, Peter replied, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. Jesus answered, I tell you, Peter, before the rooster crows today, you will deny three times that you know me. And it just goes on and on and on. Of course, Peter's like, "Oh, you got to be you're crazy." You know, yeah, it's like, and, and like in the like in the verse that Mark does, Peter, yeah. uh, Jesus said to Peter, "You know, listen, listen, little man. Yeah. You think about things in human terms, right? And you do not think about things in divine terms. Meaning, like, mm-hmm. you are a fallible man, right? And you will be a fallible man, right? You want to be? You want to go to prison like me? You want to be like me? Mm-hmm. Give away everything. Give away your life. That's right." 
<laughs> I, I doubt that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure. Yeah. But, but he's, and I'm sure they're all like, what? And he says that to the disciples and the crowd. Right. I mean, they're all thinking like, what? This guy is like, he's mm-hmm. a fanatic. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. he's, he's like, he's yeah. like fanatic. Right? And so in Mark 8, yeah. there are strong words. I mean, there's a heated discussion, rebuke, and, you yeah. know, and get right. behind me, Satan, and, you know, yeah. you, you dropped the F-bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> here in Luke, <coughs> there is still a confrontation. But it's a little bit more philosophical. It's like, listen, right. you got to understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Satan is trying mm-hmm. to deceive yeah, yeah. you. Yeah. And I wonder, as a person, if Peter's really listening to Jesus Christ. You know, it sounds like Peter is like, no, 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 that can't happen to me. You know, everything's going to be fine. And Jesus is like, listen, I'm going to tell you. You're going to deny my name. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. And sure enough. Oh, and he says, like, no way. I'd never do that. Right. <laughs> As all of us would, because we, we, we ask ourselves yeah. when we do this podcast, yeah. who do we see ourselves as? Well, um, I mean, I got I got to say, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for all the mess ups that Peter does, yeah, he learns from them. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not crucified because of them, right? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, Christ is telling these people to take up their cross, right? That's what these kids have done. Right. That's what these kids in Florida have done. Yeah. They have taken up their cross. Yeah. Uh, and, even, and to even draw the parallel even more, to jump into the, our main uh, one, Luke twenty two forty nine through 51, the incident, mm-hmm. the cutting off of the ear. Mm-hmm. That's a very violent thing. And we would think, wow, Peter is a disciple. He's been with Jesus all this time. And now he's jumping to violence. Mm-hmm. And well, he jumped in the water, too. Didn't he? Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> he and does a I, lot of crazy stuff. And when I, think of, when I think about the shootings, I mean, there have been a lot of shootings that's been going on. I mean, mm-hmm. it's unfortunate that it's almost become a rote thing. You would think that Sandy Hook would be the the, uh, the the watershed, you know, moment. Are you talking about Columbine, which was like that's right, Columbine. That, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, and yeah. I remember, you know, Columbine very well. Um, but but you know, Trump talked about, oh, this this guy was just totally evil. He was a bad man, or a whatever, sicko. a sicko. Right. He's a 19 year old kid who felt justified for doing what he did, and he did it on Valentine's Day. And I remember reading the backstory of this kid. Basically, he had a girlfriend. Well, he had an ex-girlfriend who hooked up with another guy. I mean, this is high school stuff, and and this this happens all the time. Yeah. Um, He was damaged, though. He was damaged. Yeah. And he got a gun. I don't know how he got the gun. And not just a gun. I mean, if it had been just a regular pistol. An automatic rifle. Yeah. Yeah, AR-15. An Armalite rifle. Right. And who would you think that'd be like an antiquated weapon too? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. dangerous just because it's old, right? You know, yeah. But capable of killing massive amount, massive amounts of people, right? But he felt justified. I'm hurt. Something was taken away from me. I'm young. I'm 19 years old. You know, 19 going on. I don't know, 18 or whatever. I'm not going to de- deify, you know, this kid or whatever. Um, but I can understand. Where he's coming from. I mean, I can, I, I've been hurt. And why do I bring this up? Peter, when he cuts off the ear of Christ, I mean, I'm sorry, when he cuts off the ear of the soldier no, the, who's going to arrest Christ, well, he in, feels in this justified. case, it's the servant of one of the Pharisees. But, you know, right, he's, right. Just a, he's just a pencil pushing worker. Right. You know? That's so, exactly right. Know? It's not like he is coming to, yeah. you know, like yeah. drive the nails. Yeah. But, but, but Peter feels justified. Well, you know, in, like, in the Mark. Chapter, yeah. you know, where, where Christ says to him is, look, they're coming after me. They're going to kill me. And Peter is like rebukes him and says, like, 
I'm sure he's like saying Christ, no way. Ain't going to happen. Right. And Christ is like, look, everything you've put your following me, putting your mm-hmm. family aside, giving up your careers, yeah. you know, all your, all your possessions, yeah. never knowing when you're going to get your next meal. Right. Just so you can learn, you know, mm-hmm. what my teachings of this new good news is. Right. Guess what? Mm-hmm. They're going to take it all away. Mm-hmm. They're going to take me away. They're going to yeah. take it all away. Yeah. And Peter is like, no, no, hell no. Right. I mean, what would you do if somebody, if you'd done all that, put all your passion into this guy. Yeah. And he says, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm taking, they're going to come take your faith away. Yeah. I mean, Peter goes nuts. Yeah. He goes nuts. Right. You know, he can't take it. Right. He gets out his little sword. Right. And says, no, not without, not without a fight. Right. You know, and and you know, people feel justified when we talk about violence. Mm-hmm. We can talk about it in like one-dimensional terms. Well, those people are evil. Those people are not like us. That's I think that's the wrong way of, of looking at it. I mean, all of us can, all of us are capable of doing the same thing that you know this individual has done. And I think the message that Jesus has for us is, just as you said in Mark eight, stop thinking things in human terms. Yeah, you can't help it. You're humans, right? But you don't, you don't understand. That's you're humans. You're always going to be doing those things, right? I mean, these kids know that if they walk into the wrong school at the wrong time, mm-hmm. shit's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty much assured of that now for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And so are little kids. Yeah. You know, little yeah. kids younger than there. They're going. You know, their parents have to sit down and tell them, yeah. Whenever we go to the store, I take you to school. You're putting your life in your hands. Yeah, unless, you know, something happens with, you know, these uh, gun laws. If, if there is a uh, – I mean, really, I think the automatic weapon should just be removed. No no, no one should have semi-automatic weapons. I mean, you know, it's it's a weapon of war, and I know I'm being, you know, ultra-democrat and democratic about it or ultra-liberal, but I just don't see a reason why anyone would have it. And I think even law enforcement would, would uh, feel the same way. I mean, you know, the poor uh, officer who – I think it was a sheriff who waited outside – and didn't want to go in. Um, I would. I would. I'd do the same thing. I'd be scared shitless. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. And so would I. No one wants to live in a world like that. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. And and when you're confronted with it, mm-hmm. you you do your best. When you're confronted with danger like that, you do. You're instinctively doing do your best to avoid that danger. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've got no. I've got. I've got no argument with this ex almost semi retired security guard just because he was trained to. Use a weapon. The guy had an automatic weapon. Right. I mean, right. I don't know if you know what that sounds like. I mean, I, I, I hear shots on New Year's and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and Fourth of July around my neighborhood, yeah. and it, and it's it's intimidating. Sure. You know, all, all those bullets are, are coming out yeah. faster than you can even blink. You squeeze the trigger once, and I'm sure at least yeah. five or ten yeah. bullets. Yeah. Are you can out. Em- you can empty it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And. I want to jump back into Matthew 26, chapter 52, where Jesus basically says that famous verse, put the sword back in its place. Jesus says to him, for all who draw the sword will die by the sword. And what Jesus is basically saying is, listen, if you live, if you think that violence, that, you know, that having this thing in your hand, whether it be a sword or a gun, gives you power, you can live by that tenant, but you can die by that as well. That is not my way. That's a human way. That is not the godly way. Jesus is not talking about like suffering is just going to end. Right. 
But he's talking about like understanding through suffering mm-hmm. how to become closer to, mm-hmm. you know, the teachings, his teachings. That's exactly right. Closer to each other, how yeah. to closer to God. I mean, he says, "Take up your cross." Being crucified back then, crucifixion was yeah. considered just brutal. Yep. I mean, absolutely brutal, yep. shameful, mm-hmm. and the most horrible way that the government could, you know, enact torture and pain and death on a human being. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. It was public. You know, you, you took, they call it the crossroads. Right. That's where, you, that's where, that's where they gave it to you, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, that's where you were strung up. Yeah. Um, when he's talking crucifixion and talking suffering mm-hmm. and his own suffering, it's it's devastating for the disciples to hear. Yeah, it's even more devastating when it actually happens. Mm-hmm. And so he has to teach them. Peter specifically yeah. is just like, you know, whatever violence comes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going, you know, if you fight that violence with violence, mm-hmm. you're not going, you're not going to learn a thing. Right. You're still going to suffer. That's exactly right. And I think that's the main point. I wrote down here, Peter's faith is strong, in Matthew uh, twenty-two verse thirty-one. But is driven by anger in 2249. That's when he uh, cuts off the ear, 22 chapter verse 49. And then by fear in 22 chapter verse 58 of Matthew. Because that's when, in 58, I can read that right here. A little later, someone else saw him and said, you are also one of them. Man, I am not. Man, I am not. Peter replied. (laughs) Nope, not me. It's fear. Because yeah. he knows he, oh my God, am I going to be? You just talked about crucifixion being one of the most violent forms oh, no, of, no. of torture. Oh my God! And Peter understands that. He's like, whoa, I don't want to. I don't want to be there. No. Forgetting all about his, you know, remember earlier, how impulsive. In 30, and, yeah. Thirty-one. He was like, no, I'm going to be there to the death. And and Mark, yeah. Mark eight. Yeah. Remember he talked about. Yeah. He, you know, Christ says, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to suffer. They're going to kill me. And Peter's like, hell no, no, not without a fight. You right. Know? Right. Yeah. And he laughs at him then. Christ yeah. is like, you know, little mm-hmm. man. Yeah, you got, you got, you got a lot to learn. But Peter does learn. Yeah. He, he kind of goes through, uh, yeah. goes through a lot. Jesus uses him. He's in, he's his dupe. Yeah, he uses him as his teaching lesson mm-hmm. for the other. Yeah, I mean, when you think about these terms, it's like this is not the chapter according to Peter. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it was the chapter according to Peter. I'm sure we'd get a much different story about <laughs> oh, sure. about how enlightened he is. Oh, sure. But Mark, yeah. Luke, Matthew, all take Peter and go like, yeah, yeah, Peter, he got used a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't think they're beating up on Peter. I mean, I think that Jesus no, no, they're is, understanding his his purpose. Sure, He's, and the humanity of Peter. I mean, and the humanity. Of he, Peter. I mean, he, you know, he is. A very important disciple. I think he's a very important disciple, very much like Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, they say that Paul is the uh, the Gentiles' mm-hmm. uh, disciple because he relate. You know, he wasn't among the disciples that walked with Jesus Christ. You know, his conversion happened after. Yeah, uh, the uh, the crucifixion and resurrection. Yeah, and he he got a lot he got a lot of it off the ground. Right. As far as all the letters and right, you know, that's right. Romans and you know and so forth. Yeah. Uh, Peter Peter was kind of yeah. I mean, he's very much like me. I mean, we can relate to Peter. Yeah, I can. I, I think it does because he's so yeah impulsive, right? And you know, and kind of missteps. Yeah, so many ways. Yeah, you know. And when we think about the shootings and and whatever, I mean, we can relate to. Of course, we can relate to the parents of of the fallen, 
we can relate to the children because, you know, we were all in school. And, you know, I remember the fear of, I mean, back when I was in school in the 80s, just like you and I, we yeah. didn't have to worry about guns or whatever. I and mean, it would be inconceivable to think that someone would walk in in a gun. I feared about bullies and getting beat up. Oh, sure, But yeah. I never, I never for a moment, you know, thought that, you know, mm-hmm. somebody's going to come in and while I'm sitting there trying to figure out the math problem and concentrate. Right. That I'm just going to, like, suddenly, you know, have my life in danger. Right. We never, I mean, you know, this is this is what the children are dealing with right now is something that we never. It's incredible trauma that's yeah. going to, that, that happens. And not just with the kids in the school. I'm talking about, you know, that whole community. Sure. That whole town. Yeah. You know? I'm sure any kid in the United States would think, wow, that happened in Florida. That can happen here. Yeah. And are there enough counselors, social workers, psychologists to right. deal with that? Right. You know? Right. I mean, do you think that this is just not going to have repercussions. What these kids are doing right now yeah. is saying not only do they want to end this violence, but right. they want to end to the repercussions of this violence that That's is exactly right. that is mentally and emotionally torturing, not just sure. not just when it's happening, yeah. but for the rest of their future. That's exactly right. Because and then for the rest of their, their, their friends' yeah. future. One moment of violence can affect you if you're a victim of violence. Throughout the rest of your life. Throughout the rest of your life. And is there anybody out there who cares? Right. You know, that's what they that's what they want to say. Anybody care? Yeah. Please. Yeah. Hurt. So you know, it's, there's hurt going on here. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I have these analogies that I wrote, and I want to <coughs> see what you think of it. Um, so Judas represents Congress, driven by jealousy, ego, and greed. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> uh, and I think I wrote that because um, – Judas is the one who sort of starts this, or he, he sort of, uh, I mean, he's the one who is, number one, he's a disciple. I mean, he is a part of, you know, Jesus' uh, inner crowd, hmm. although he separates himself. So you're trying, you're, you're trying to kind of like abstract his motives? Well, bit? yeah, I mean, you know, Judas, I mean, he was brought in, uh, Jesus welcomes him in. And when I think of a member of Congress, you know, they say, hey, I'm a public servant. I want to serve the people. I want to do all the right things. But every now and then you get corrupted, especially if you've got a little NRA money in your pocket. A little. <laughs> right, exactly. Mark Rubio, I think, is the most – I think he's uh, – there was a list. I think he accepted maybe $3,000, uh, which may not seem like a lot, but I think it's more than any other member of Congress. Okay. Um, but, the, you know, they're, they're there to serve not just their constituents – Everyone. I think they spend a lot of money uh, mobilizing their political message more than anything else. Right, right, exactly. And padding their own pockets with the industries that they're promoting, mm-hmm. the ammo industries, the gun industries. Sure. And so driven by jealousy, I'm sure that Judas, I'm sure, felt, wow, why is Peter getting all this love from Jesus and, and, and all of the others? And what about me? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I'm putting the plan into motion. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. And also, so that's the jealousy part, the greed part. Well, there, there's that 30 pieces of silver. Yeah. And I think about, you know, the NRI money. You know, how much money will you take from a, a lobbyist to circumvent laws that could save lives? Well, I think one of the, these, what these politicians are starting to realize mm-hmm. is that they can't untake it. Right. I mean, they can't give it back. Whoops, let me give it back. Nope. No, what? You want to give it back to the NRA now? No, why don't you just do something else? Right. Entirely or get, or get the fuck out of town. Right, exactly. You know. And so they're being called to task for it. And, you know, thank yeah. God for the kids. God bless those kids who are pointing the finger they've done more at in, these folks. They've done more in a week that, yeah. that uh, 
people have been trying to do for years. Yeah. You know. So that's Judas. That's one analogy. Okay. Jesus is, of course, the word. What is right and what is being ignored. Um, because we know what the truth is. I mean, we know what. I mean, there's the truth that Jesus gives us and gives mm-hmm. Peter. Mm-hmm. You know, you can either live by the sword. The, those who live by the sword will die by the sword. Okay. You're um, not thinking in divine terms. You're thinking in human terms. Exactly. And also, uh, you know, the verse that I gave you, um, which is Luke, I think it was um, 22, 22, 31, where um, he he says, listen, Satan wants to sift you. Mm. He wants to separate you from the word. Be careful. Protect yourself. You know, think within godly terms Mm. instead of humanly terms. One of the things last week, and and, uh, we we skipped last week, but one of the sermons last week uh, at church was... uh, when, um, when, when Jesus was uh, forty days out uh, mm-hmm. in the wilderness, yeah. and he's tempted by Satan, Satan. Yeah. he himself is tempted by Satan. Right. But one of the things that was pointed out, and I, and I forget the word verse, but you guys can find it, mm-hmm. is when he was out there, he, Christ was not alone. There were angels and creatures, the creatures of the desert, uh-huh. were the, yeah. God's creatures, yeah. were with him. Yeah. And so we can be in this human, you know, world where I think right now, I don't know about you, but I feel a certain amount of helplessness. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think Christ says, you know, you're just a human. You deal with human terms. You don't think in God's terms. Well, guess what? I'm not God. I'm a human being. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm being tempted all the time. Yep. And I don't, and I feel powerless mm-hmm. and I feel persecuted for no reason. And yep. I live in fear. Right. And yeah, that's human. That's human, God. That's human. That's that's where I'm at. Yeah. Even when Christ was in the desert, he wasn't by himself. Right. Exactly. You're not alone. This you are. You guys are not mm-hmm. alone. And I think that's one thing that, that we need to embrace. That's exactly right. The disciples had each other. Mm-hmm. They, they weren't the. And when we look at these verses, the crowd was there. Right. They weren't just all just wallpaper. Right. They all had, you know, ideas and hopes and aspirations, too. Why would Mm -hmm. they be there otherwise? Right, exactly. They were a community. That verse you're talking about is Matthew 4, Mm -hmm. verses 1 through 11, Mm -hmm. where he's in the wilderness, and you're absolutely right. He was surrounded by – and that's another thing. When we talk about the lone shooter and and people who are driven by violence, a lot of times they think – I'm alone in this. Yeah, I'm I it. feel that's my pain, and no one understands how I feel. Yeah, and then when we're victimized, that's how we feel too. Sure, they got us. Yeah, they got us. Yeah, they took away our hope and made reality so bleak and awful. Yeah, that, that we think we're we're done. Right. We got no community. We got no hope. Mm-hmm. You know, we got no answers. Yeah. You know, my child's dead. These, right. These parents. Say, right. Right. You know. Right. We're not alone, people. That's exactly right. And that's that's really Jesus's message. And we have to listen to the message. You know, if the folks who are driven by violence, I mean, when Peter s- cuts off the ear, yeah. did he really listen to what Jesus was saying? Uh, hindsight's per- twenty twenty with yeah, Peter. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, once again, that verse is Luke 22nd chapter, verse 31. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. Don't fail. Hold on to your faith. You know, our podcast called You Gotta Have Faith. Well, Hold on. Hold on to it. Well, Peter's feeling it. He's feeling it. They're going to take it away. He, Christ told him they're going to take it, try yeah. to take away his faith. Yeah. Trying to, by trying to take away his, you know, I mean, he's thinking rather sure. kind of like plainly and not right. really. He's thinking, you know, yeah, well, I can't, I can't part with you. Yeah. I just met you and yeah. my life has changed. Now yeah. you're, now you're going to rip it all away. Yeah. 
No way. Yeah. No way. And let me dive into this, this, um, this, but I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. When I think about Donald Trump and the conservatives, when I think about the children who are pleading, when I think about even the gunmen, I think about people who have sort of lost their faith. If they had faith in the humanity and the goodness of man and in their belief in God, I mean, you know, a lot of these conservative Republicans, they call themselves children of God. I mean, you know, they're faith-based. But if you have no faith in, in, in a law that could take away guns, I mean, when, when, when someone, when, when I hear about the NRA fighting to hold on to people's right to bear arms and the Second Amendment and whatever, I hear a lack of faith in God. If I bought a gun, I'm saying, well, I know that I'm in the hands of Jesus Christ. I'm in the, I'm in the hands of God every day when I walk to and from work or whatever. But I don't trust that. I need a gun. You know, I, I need a gun to protect myself. Mm-hmm. That's a lack of faith, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. I kind of um, look at it as like, why have a gun? I mean, I think people have guns because they don't trust each other. Right. I mean. Which, which is another lack of faith. Which is another lack of faith. I mean, it's kind of like if you're going to church just praying about the things that you want. I right. want this, please, God. I want it. I want it. Yeah. I'm praying for it. Yeah. You know, I want it. And all these other people want to take it away from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you're not putting a lot of faith in other people. Right. And plus, you're just thinking about the things that you want and protecting the things you want. Right. You know? Yeah. I'm sorry, but, you know, if you gave up your gun, mm-hmm. if you gave up that possession. That's exactly right. You might gain a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you gain some kind of trust. Yeah. I mean, and, whether or not that trust works works right. or not is yeah. another story. And you mentioned in Mark you know? 8 when that confrontation that Jesus has with Simon Peter, Jesus says, listen, you have to give up. You have to give up things. Yeah. That's what Lent is about. That's, that's exactly what we're right. – that's what that's one of the things that we're going through right now is to give up this, mm-hmm. those things which are useless in your lives and harmful. Exactly. You know? That's exactly. what we're talking about. It doesn't mean like, you know, candy. Right. <laughs> that's exactly right. I mean, maybe if you're, yeah. you know, if you're six years old, it means giving up candy. But right. uh, but it, it means giving up a, a lot of preconceptions that burden us. Right. Lack of trust yes. in, in your fellow man. Yes. Lack of, lack of hope. Mm-hmm. Think about the things you want. Really think about the things you want. Are they, are they good for you? Right. You know? And why do you hold on to them? And to wanting the good things that yeah. are good for you. Yeah. That doesn't mean just not wanting the bad things. When Christ was talking about Satan sifting, yeah. he's talking about he's sifting and taking away the good kernels yep. and, you know, and leaving you with the, with the junk. Right. That's you exactly know? right. That's exactly you know? right. He wants you to have the Christ wants you to have the good stuff, mm-hmm. you know, just as much as you want it. Yeah, you know, when yeah. people pray, I, I just think you, you need to pray for the things you want. That's fine, but what are those things that you want? Right? Are they really healthy, good things? Right. For your for your soul. Right. For your heart. Right. For others. That's exactly I mean, right. It's got to start somewhere. <laughs> exactly. And are, you, and are you listening to the words of Christ? Are you listening to, are you really taking heed? Because the thing with Peter here is, you know, this conversation couldn't have happened maybe maybe an hour or so. I mean, you know, really, we're talking about verse 31 through 49. Oh, before, before it comes down and right, he's exactly. arrested? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if he, you know, it's clearly that he, he may have heard him, but I don't think he really took it to heart. And that applies to all of us. Are we really listening to uh, the words of Jesus Christ? So that's the another analogy that I have here. The soldier, 
only doing his job, the wounded. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's, you know, the innocent victims. And also, you know, we have this, uh, the, the soldier or the, the, uh, the, um, the person working for the Pharisees who is going to arrest Jesus Christ. This is just an average person. This is the every man, the every woman. Yeah. 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 We're, we're all watching. Yeah. You know, we're all witnesses. Mm-hmm. And, and I like the way Matthew and Luke and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, you know, put all these characters mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So that you can kind of see, not just through Peter, who's yeah. just the loudmouth, but, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, right. but also through the crowd and through the bureaucrat, sure. you know, who gets mm-hmm. who gets his ear cut off for no, for no good reason, just for standing there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Now he's healed. He is healed by Jesus Christ. I mean, um, I mean, I don't know how much healing mm-hmm. there can be in, in the modern age. Yeah. It would be wonderful if Jesus could touch the, the, the wound of the child yeah, that's, that's be, been shot. It'd be great if, you know, Christ would come down and give me a do-over too so that's you know so that's the soldier and of course we talked about peter peter in my mind represents us righteous you, you identify with peter i see yeah yeah I, I, well i do i mean yeah. not that i would grab a gun and shoot but i think all of us understand the impulse of the that. impulse and the feeling of justification mm-hmm. i did a wrong but i had a reason for it I mean, I work in the DA's office. I hear it all the time. And some uh, victim, some defendant mm-hmm. says, well, I did it because. You don't understand. I, I had to live through this or, mm-hmm. well, so-and-so did this to me, so therefore I did that. Mm-hmm. You can justify evil all you want. Mm-hmm. It's still evil. It's still bad. Yeah. But that's what we, that's what people do. Yeah. That's just, that's just, so you see it as kind of, Peter, as kind of like just human nature. It's just human nature. And yeah. I think, and still... God, Jesus says, "On this, on, you are still the rock. Mm-hmm. I will build my foundation. I will build my church on you, the rock." He doesn't take it away. It's not like Jesus says after Peter cuts off the ear. It's like, okay, right, that's it. You've no, no, pissed you, me off for the last. Time. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I've given you every kind of teaching lesson I could. Exactly. No, I think, I think, I think you got to understand when we're looking at yeah. the other writers talking about Peter. Yeah. I think they, they, they're they bemused by this as well, mm-hmm. you know, and Peter must, like, after these incidents, look about everybody going, what? Mm-hmm. What are you looking at? Right, right. <laughs> you're just being Peter, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing it again. Yeah. And people may be insulted. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. Are you telling me that <laughs> this shooter, this 19-year-old evil guy that Trump says is completely evil, how can we compare him to the apostle Peter? All I'm saying is, Peter is human. This 19-year-old kid is human. And he felt justified in doing an act of violence because he felt that he was righteous or he was whatever. And I think all of us can understand Well, maybe he doesn't feel that way now, but at the time, you know, it was just Well, sure, sure. Yeah. But Peter stepped away uh, from the teachings of Jesus Christ only minutes after he heard it. Yeah, after saying, you are the Messiah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Minutes after Jesus says, listen, you are being sifted by Satan. Satan is working on you. Yeah. Don't lose your faith. Well, it's hard It's hard to think of things, and I think that's what, you know, the reason why this lesson is, it's hard to think of things in, in a God way all the time. Yes. I mean, it's, it, I mean, how could we? Yeah. I mean, when later on when Christ was, like, you know, talking about, like, you know, look, you know, there's this crappy generation, this adulterous, sinful generation, mm-hmm. you know, these shameful people, you know, I'm going to, you're, you're making me feel shame. You're hurting me. Right, right. You know, and like, why should God and Christ and, you know, sit here around here being, being ashamed of you guys, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, he, you know, he's saying, like, I know you're human. I know mm-hmm. you're messed up. Yeah. <laughs> but but un- unless you try to advance, you know, mm-hmm. your hearts, advance, right. you know, your, your, yourselves mm-hmm. and be more godlike. Yes. You know, it's not going to happen for you. Right. You cling on to your, like, human existence, your life. Mm-hmm. You're going to lose it. Guess what? Hang on to all those things. Mm-hmm. Hang on to your life. Hang on to your rigid ideas. Yep. Your fear, your mistrust, your inability to evolve. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You're going to die. Yep. You're going to die. That's exactly right. L- you know, win or lose. Mm-hmm. Don't you want to kind of gain a little bit? Yeah. If not for yourselves, for the yeah. next generation. Yeah. The next sinful, shameful Otherwise, generation. why call yourself a disciple? Why follow Christ if you're not going to heed, heed, heed his word? I mean, it's going to be challenging. Yeah. I want to think about those questions that 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 I talked to you mm-hmm. about, and we're probably too late to even go into it. But you know, what defined your Christianity when you first got? It? What challenges your Christianity? Right, right. You know, and these are things that that open mm-hmm. yourself up to going like, okay, I'm ready to learn how to trust. Yep. I'm ready to learn how to love, mm-hmm. in spite of the hurt, in spite of God. You know, black. I feel like there's just no hope. Right. In spite of that, yeah. you know, I'm ready to do that. Yep. And that's kind of what these, like, bringing in that question of, you know, mm-hmm. what, you know, when did you decide, like, Christianity was it for sure, you? Sure. And what are these challenges? How do you get challenged by that? Yeah, and that's a question that we will have recurring. I think it would be podcast. nice to be have, have that with Dev, you know. Yeah, because exactly. Because it's kind of like. I know people who say, well, my friends and family challenge me. They, don't, they think I'm preachy. Yeah. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I don't, don't give me that stuff. I'm, you know. Right. Yeah. Of course, of <laughs> yeah, course. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, either, either you believe <clears throat> or you don't believe. I mean, you know, there are a lot of, and we've said it many times, we can say all sorts of wonderful things and, and no one will ever like us talking to a brick wall. Yeah. We can't force you to have faith. Yeah. I mean, uh, if, if you wanted to sit, if we wanted to sit here and talk about all the things we we think, you know, or kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, giving us a fuel for the fire, you know, like, oh, I, I, I want to open up and reveal. Mm-hmm. That's what Christian, my Christian message is. Or yeah. I want to, you know, have a lot more faith. <laughs> right. I want to have a lot more faith. Sure. That's my Christian message. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, it feels like a lot of rhetoric. But, yeah. but I feel like opening up these lessons and talking about right. them are, coming, are, are bringing us closer to each other. I really do. I, I really do. And, and especially... I love the fact that we can take a Bible verse and attach it to, let's say, an event that happens. Because really when I read the Bible and when I pray, I really want, you know, we seek solutions. It's it's like, you know, when I jump on YouTube to look at a, some self-help video or whatever. Yeah, right. I need hey, to know I've this. Got a, I've got a problem. I need something solved. And right. the, the Bible is sort of a self-help book. Wow, there's a tragic event that happened mm-hmm. in our world. How do I deal with it? Instead of going to an advice columnist or whatever, well, hey, this is here's an advice guy right here. Well, there's some there. <laughs> the Bible, yeah. yeah. yeah there's, there's a lot to dig into. Yeah. You know? So I think, um, and I think it's relevant. It's really, really relevant, especially now, to find the parallels in the Bible with our own personal lives to help us deal with what's going on. And the last analogy is the crowd. The crowd uh, yeah. that watches mm-hmm. what's going on and... Sort of like a, an event, like a sporting event. Mm-hmm. They really don't do anything. They're witnesses, but they just sort of watch. I, 
I don't know. I mean, I feel like the crowd is an important thing because yeah. we get the point of view, sometimes personal, sure. like in Luke yes. and in Matthew. It becomes That's a good point. it becomes very personal. In, yeah. in Mark, it's a different matter. He doesn't really deal with personality. Yeah. His, his words are kind of stark yeah. and just about events. And so yeah. when we take this apart, I know it just says the crowd. Yeah. But I think about, you know, Every crowd is a heartbeat. Every crowd is a different human sure. being, a different mind, a different point of view yeah. that's looking at this from a, their own personal angle. Yeah. And when you put Jesus talking to the disciples, you get like a little kind of one-on-one, you get a little personality. Mm-hmm. When you put him saying some of these things, some yeah. radical things that he yeah. says to this crowd, yeah, you have to think about how that touches each person mm-hmm. a little differently, yeah. very individually. Yeah. And that's a... That must have been a powerful thing. Yeah. And what's interesting yeah. is you're absolutely right because we bear we bear witness to this because someone wrote it down. Mm-hmm. So someone in the crowd wasn't inactive. Mm-hmm. They wrote it down, which is why we can relate to it now. Mm-hmm. Luke, Matthew, um, Mark, but, you know, Mark doesn't really <laughs> talk about it that much. Yeah, I'm just getting into Mark right now. Right, so it's right, kind of exactly. like digging, out of, digging stuff out of yeah. here is a little hard. But there are active people. Who are involved in this scenario? Mm-hmm. There's Jesus who is active. There is Peter who is active. Well, the crowd's a very powerful force. Yes. I mean, when he feeds those four thousand people, mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't just that doesn't just like stop and they go away. Right. He says, like, you know, they you know these people are going to be hungry, and we don't mm-hmm. want them to like you know fall down on the way home. Yeah. And uh, I think yeah, the crowd they they take this in mm-hmm. and as individuals. It's like like I said, every you know. Every little heartbeat, every yeah. little point of view, yeah. and and the power of being able to mm-hmm. to move these people, yeah, all of these individual people, yeah. is which, which is and, and I think that's incredible. the purpose. That's the purpose of um, of any preacher or pastor or um, you know Jesus is speaking to the crowd. Mm-hmm. They may be inactive now because they're just listening. The hope is that they will not be inactive for long. That they will do something. They will be active. I mean, they the, will. These kids marching to the. That's right. That's exactly to, right. To, you know, that's where you're going with this. Yeah. And the marches that will come. Yeah, but you know? also members of Congress who are inactive, mm-hmm. who have been inactive. I mean, Sandy Hook. They should have been active then. Columbine. They should have been active then. I don't think of members of Congress as a crowd anymore. Well, there's 435 folks in 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 yeah. in, um, in the House of Representatives and yeah. 100 in the Senate. Yeah, I mean somebody's got to do something, and they're paid to do it. I know they are representatives, you supposedly. Know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but the, but the crowd is also us. Mm-hmm. You know, those kids are marching. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, their passions are out there. Their, right, exactly. Their heartbeats are out. You there. and I, we're talking about it on this podcast. So just, you know, we're sort of active. We're putting our little two cents in. Well, they told us two or more. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly. So, so I guess that counts. Yeah, yeah. So, and um, you know, people should be moved. I mean, you know, uh, hopefully it won't take another shooting. Uh, or another event, yeah. you would think that they, you know, like I remember my dad. My dad would always tell me he, he, I, when I was a preteenager, it's like, man, how many times do I have to talk to you? Oh no, <laughs> just about anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, listen, I'm trying to install some 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 value into you, and yeah. I just don't know if it's seek being in or not. Okay, no, I, I wasn't. No, no, I know why you relate to Peter. So much. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> just like Jesus is talking to Peter. Get it, my dad son. Talk get to it. Like, man, are you getting it? Get it, son. And sometimes it, it sometimes takes a little bit of time to, and you know, as a preteenager, you know, you you're not as articulate, mm-hmm. and you're just sort of figuring it out. But eventually, 
I know for me, when it comes to learning, I need to ha- I need to like reread things over and over again, and I need to sort of sift it, have it just planted in my mind. I need to sort of percolate over it right. before I can yeah, actually I ha- do something. I have to marinate on things too. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, but I think. Uh, we're, we're asked so much mm-hmm. to identify ourselves and define ourselves. Yeah. And and we can only do it in human terms if we're demanded to do it. Yep. You know, I think this this lesson of like you know mm-hmm. you know that we're that we're getting that we're getting from, from Christ is right. not necessarily a hurdle that we can jump by ourselves. Right. It's gonna take humanity, you know, together. In yeah. their hearts and minds. I mean, to be more godlike. Sure. How? Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Well, I, as I, a person, yeah. as an individual, I consider it like a muscle. You know, like uh, I, I, I work out, or at least I try to work out every day, yeah. uh, it, which is tough because there are some days like, yeah, I don't want to lift those weights. Right. But the more you do it every day, the easier it is. So, yeah. for those who want to, you know, get into faith and think in a more godly term, mm-hmm. a more spiritual term. Sometimes it's as easy as just reading a Bible verse. Yeah. Well, if you're alone and you feel like you're alone, mm-hmm. you're not alone. Right. <laughs> okay. Exactly just right. let you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because I need the, I need the fellowship. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand that I'm stronger mm-hmm. as an individual yeah. doing the right thing when I have like mm-hmm. you know, fellowship. You know, sure. I'm sure that goes for people in twelve step programs yeah, or right. you know, uh, you know, Al Anon or whatever you need. Yeah. You know, whatever group that is going to kind of uplift you from mm-hmm. you know. From falling, you know, into yeah. you know, into some you know, evil ways or just negative ways. Sure. You know, I I, I'm, I can relate to that. Yeah. I kind of I, I know I I like that. Yeah. It, it and, I, and, and I wish that that 19 year old kid had that mentality to know. Listen, you're not alone. I understand breaking up with a girlfriend and having your girlfriend walk hand in hand with some other dude on Valentine's Day is a troubling thing, but you're not alone, and who was there for this kid? Who knows? And apparently not enough. Yeah. Don't know where mom and dad was. I'm not going to throw blame on mom and dad or whatever. But no, no. This is like somebody doesn't do this unless they're isolated sure. in, in, in that kind of hate. Yeah. You know, that kind of negative. Some people don't do that unless yeah. that's happening. I wish Jesus, you know, if, Je- if he had read this verse, you know, it sounds like Jesus <laughs> talking to that 19-year-old. Don't cut off the ear. Don't cut off the yeah. ear. Yeah, don't exactly. be like fear. Or, or even in this, you know, uh, Luke twenty-two thirty-one. Yeah. Satan is working on you. He wants to sift you from reality. He wants to sift you from civilization, yeah. from humanity. Yeah. Take all the he good stuff and leave you. you with the junk. Yeah, he wants to sift you away and make you believe that you're alone. You're not alone. Don't lose your faith. Jesus talking to Simon Peter, but he's really talking to all of us, right. even to that child, that 19-year-old. I guarantee you if he had listened to this and if he had taken it to heart, then the events that happened on uh, February the 14th, 2018, would have never have happened. Well, being a human means dealing with evil. Mm-hmm. It just means that, dealing with it. But it's not, it doesn't mean that's the only thing you're stuck with. Right. It means that it's, a, it, it's something that you have to sift out. Yeah. You know. It's a constant battle. I mean, you know, uh, we've had discussions about whether there is a Satan or whether there is evil. Mm-hmm. But there's always a tug of war between bad and good. Conscience and desire, you know, um, yeah. yin yang, all that sort of stuff. Hey, it's a binary world, you know. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna confront evil. Yes. How do you do it? Yep. How do you deal with it? Yep. Um, it's gonna. It's not. It's not like it's not gonna happen. Yeah. You're human. You're in human terms. Yep. You know. Yep. You can try and 
hope to be more divine, mm-hmm. look to be more divine. Yeah. But, but yeah. you can't but you can't be isolated in doing it because well, if you feel justified, Peter felt justified. Hey, I'm cutting off the ear. I'm protecting Jesus Christ as if Jesus needed to be protected. For goodness sake, he is the son of God. Well, if Peter wasn't acting acting all by himself, which he was. Right. There would have been all of them stabbing this guy mm-hmm. like Caesar in the in the Senate. You know, they yeah. would have been all over this guy. Sure, sure. You know, he 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 acted alone. Yep. He acted alone. He yep. acted without Without the guidance of his mentor, he acted without the fellowship of his mm-hmm. of his brothers. Yeah, he just did. Yep, and and that's what happened. Yep. You know? So I think to put a button on this, I think the lesson that Jesus has is twofold. Number one, what it says in Luke twenty two thirty uh, two, but I pray for you that your faith may not fail. Let's not lose our faith. And also, he who lives by the sword will die by the sword. Put away your sword. I'm going to hope that prayer's for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think I think we're fine, but I mean, it doesn't have to be necessarily a gun. But you know, any, even if we ever feel justified in doing, you know, a righteous thing, um, and, but it's outside of the of the light of God, mm. we are alone, um, and th- and that's and that's our fault. We don't have to be. I mean, if we adhere to and trust that the Word of God that the protection that we have on the God in Jesus Christ is, is powerful enough. We don't need anything else. We don't need a gun. We don't need, you know, the, the other things that we hold on to that we feel makes us powerful and strong. I think reaching out and connecting with humanity too, connecting exactly with other right. people is, is a way that, you know, mm-hmm. kind of keeps that solo kind of negative behavior away. Right. I know people get depressed. Mm-hmm. I mean, people get depressed and feel alone. And people yeah. feel isolated and they feel yeah. like there's, they don't have a community or they can't make yeah. friends. And we talked about the culture of, you know, the, of, uh, you know we talked about the movies that we like. Um, what is it? Um, Dirty Harry and um, oh, and, gosh. and what, what is it? The Charles Bronson thing, A Death Wish. There's oh, going to yeah. be a movie coming out with Bruce Willis to revive that series. Oh, my gosh. You know, and uh, I think about Bernard Getz back in the 80s who shot a couple of black kids. Because he felt justified. I've got a gun in there after me, and I've got to defend myself. And yeah. as if, we're, if this is the wild, wild west again. Mm-hmm. And now Trump wants, uh, you know, teachers to have guns. That's ridiculous. He's batshit crazy. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think anybody – the only reason he's saying that is because everybody knows it's ridiculous. Yeah. And then the next shooting that comes along, he'll just say, like, well, I told you so. Right, right. Told right. you so. Yeah. So, you know, this lone – you know, this this lone ranger or this – you know, the this – I think I'm very Americanized, you know, um, white, um, what am I trying to say, a right-wing sort of fantasy of I've got a gun so I can protect myself and all that sort of stuff. I think it's it's very worldly, and it's outside of the light of God. If you trusted other people, then you wouldn't be so worried about protecting exactly your right. junk. That's exactly Sorry. right. Sorry, and then you wouldn't need a gun, and then you could just <laughs> give it all up. That's exactly right. <laughs> Is it time to go? Uh, I think so. Yeah, we've reached the one-hour mark, but, man, I've had a lot of fun. The old clock on the wall. <laughs> huh? All right. But I think we've done a lot of good work. What, what do you think? I hope so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And please, by all means, folks, uh, let us know what you think about this. Okay, let me, um, let me close it up in prayer. All right. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for yet another wonderful Saturday, a chilly Saturday. Uh, where you have blessed us with your word, with your guidance. And uh, we pray that just in, as you say in Luke uh, twenty two thirty one, that we will not lose our faith, that we will not be sifted by Satan to separate us from humanity and from your word. 
We pray that you bless us with your word and that everyone who uh, listens to this podcast and who um, is it, who is connected by us will be touched by us and by our word. Um, we thank you so much. We love you so much. And we ask that you continue to bless us and keep us in your light. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, Always with a smile. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. So um, let me close it out. Faith is a podcast open to anyone. You may not believe it all. You may be Muslim, Jewish, agnostic, or atheist. You may have had a horrible experience in the church, which has made you turn your back on God. You can still have faith. We ask you to listen to this podcast, even challenge us on Facebook or on SoundCloud and share what you feel. Don't feel alienated because we speak of what we believe. The Bible has been around for thousands of years, and even now, in the age of the Internet and social media and great technology, it still has a message for all of us. You can listen to this podcast where you're already listening to it, but you can tell your friends on the Apple Podcast app or on iTunes. Just open up your iTunes app, click on Store. Don't worry, you're not going to buy anything. Go on to the search engine on the upper right-hand side and search for you got to have faith, and you'll find us. If you're an Android user, download the SoundCloud app or just go on SoundCloud.com and search for you got to have faith, and you will find us. Thanks for listening, and God bless. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.